The Ringer's Charles Holmes and co-host Grace Spellman present the most notorious new podcast in the industry, The Ringer Music Show. Every Tuesday, they'll bring you the latest news, the hottest takes, and the deepest reporting about the wild world of music and the chaotic industry that creates it. Check out The Ringer Music Show exclusively on Spotify. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two for five dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. What is up? Real ones, Logan Murdoch here, Raja Bell. Raja, how you doing, man? You good? It's it's September twentieth. It's 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 like a preseason for us. We're we're not quite to the NBA season yet, but we're here, man. What's going on? How you feeling, Doc? I'm forty five, son. Flex bombs. Flex bombs. Flex yes. bombs. That's what I'm saying. Happy birthday bro. to Raja. Happy birthday to Raja. You know, seven. honestly, we have a we have a it's a Virgo gang here, man. We got Sasha Mack, who's a Virgo. We got myself, who starts this thing off as a Virgo, and we got Ra Ra as a Virgo. How do you feel? Forty five. How do you feel? I feel good, bro. Got some tennis in yesterday with my pops. We had a little doubles mm. match in the morning coming off of a long Saturday night. So I was surprised I could get up and function. Um, oh, wow. I, good job. You had, a little, you had a little flu tennis game? Yeah. Was it like, you yeah. know, you were just, yeah, Word. feeling good? Little game six. What was it? Game six? A little MJ games. Um, and then yesterday just kicked it with the fam, bro. Just did stuff. So it was a great 45th birthday, bro. But I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yo, man, I was just going to say, like, it. Like, I'm not even gassing you because I hate doing that, but it seems like, bro, 45 doesn't even seem real. Like, you seem very younger than that. And the fact that you can have a weekend at 45 to where you do something you probably did at 25 and then, like, and then just really just, just get through okay. On scale, though. Were you on good? scale, on scale. Okay. On scale, okay. obviously. Okay. Like, it wasn't as many shots as much as it was, um, you know, a glass of bourbon and a cigar and then another, you mm. know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, yeah. But we had good times, bro. And it really, it goes by quick, homie. Like I know this is yeah, cliche dog. shit, but I don't feel forty five. Good, I mean, man, go ahead, bro. You, yeah, you know what I'm yourself. saying? Happy, you asked me how birthday. I'm doing. Happy how birthday, I'm doing, dog. Yo, I think you're gonna do a lot better because I have a story for you. All right, and I didn't do this in the pre-pod meeting. I didn't even bring this up, but I have a story for you. So recently, for a story that I'm doing, I did a, uh, I had an interview with the. With someone that you love near and dear. It's very near and dear to your heart. Yep. Leandro Barbosa. Yes. I talked to him Yeesh, uh, man. very recently. And so. Did he say that he at told all in the interview? Yeesh. So, Yeesh, man. He didn't. No? He didn't. He didn't. Okay. He didn't. Fair. He said, he called me like bro. He called me bro a lot. A brother. 
Call me one of the two. He called me one of those, but right. he was very nice. All right, keep it moving. But anyway, when I get on, I get on the phone, right? You know, you just when you're about to interview somebody, you know, I, I know I asked you first, so like, can I say I know Raja? And you were like, bet. All right, cool. Right? I was like, I know Raja. I do a podcast with Raja. I was using your name to get some clout, right? You know, <laughs> something that we all do. But when I talked to him, when I said it, he was like, Raja. I love Raja. I don't want to mess up the accent. I don't want to do that. But he says, I love Raja. And he says, I don't know if he knows this, but when I went to the Warriors for the last time, I wore number 19 because of Raja. Hey. And the reason being because you were 19 with the Warriors and you didn't get to finish out your career the way you wanted to. So he wanted to do it right by that number for you. And he got it tatted and he got, he got number 19 during the championship run because he wanted to do uh, to in tribute to you. And I thought that was a great story, man. That so, makes my heart warm, bro. Like that's my guy. That LB is, you know, you come across teammates, Logan. I mean, same way you come across people where, you're friends with them, right? And you would consider them a friend even if you don't see them, right? Like you worked with them long enough, they're a friend. And then there are other people where you're like, yo, that's a good fucking dude, man. Like that, like yeah. it's more than just friendship. There is a true brotherhood type of deal. LB's one of those cats, man. Good dude. I did not know that. I could see that. He was like, I was like, can I tell him the story? He was like, please tell him the story. It's my so guy. I was just, I've been holding on to this since the last pod. And I like, it was beautiful. I damn near like, you know, you got to, you've been interviewed before. You got to keep your cool and stuff. You got to make sure that you're like, oh man. But I was like, yeah. damn, Leandro, that was great. That was awesome. So I don't know if we have a real, we don't have a done our real one of the week, but like, he's really a real one. A friend of the show also told him to come on the pod. He has oh, to come on at some point. Is he okay? Did like, he accept definitely. your invitation? Cause I'm like, he would be fantastic. I know the audience wanted Boris. If you wanted Boris, if you were one of those people, you're going to want LB. I think I, he did. He was non-committal, but I think a call would make it happen. I think it was non-committal just based on the circumstance that he's with the Warriors right now. Yeah, I think that might. I don't know. Like, there's right be red tape there, but at some point, Leandro's coming on the pod. He has to. Like everybody from the Suns era has to. Oh, we said that about Steve. We, he ain't showed up yet. The pod isn't over yet. Also, also, I know Brooklyn Nets people do it. Steve, come on the pod, dude. Come on the pod, man. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. I'm it's fuck it's Steve far up when I too. see Steve. I ain't seen Steve. I'm gonna fuck him up. Yo, man. I damn near. I think I might see Steve. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna see Steve. I think soon, very soon. What, tell, what, what is the message we need to tell Steve? I'm gonna fuck him up like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. Say that's it like laughter. That. We have to say do the like obligatory laughter, but like, say it that's like real that, yes. among friends. Say it. Nah, say it. My say it. I'm gonna fuck I Steve know, up if I can't if he doesn't come on. No, nah, I talked to him. I hit him the other day. I needed some advice on some shit. Um, so I hit him the other day. And um I think I'm gonna take a trip on my younger son. I, I don't know if I've told you this. My middle son is a Kyrie fanatic. So we mm -hmm. are team Kyrie like all day. When they were young, I was with the Cavs and Kyrie. Yeah. The night his first signature shoe came out, like he took one of them off and handed it to my son um, oh, and wow. then took his jersey off and gave it to my son. Like, um, and so I have a Kyrie fanatic. So we're, we gotta, we're going to take a trip up to Brooklyn this year to see Kyrie in the band and see Steve and all of that shit. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome. But it's funny because it's always funny when you're cool with people and you ask them for a favor and then they, they just don't hit you. But when you ask them for something <laughs> else that's not a favor, they're going to like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. If you need anything, you know I'm here. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He called me back in two minutes. I hit him. You're like, yo, you got a minute, dog? Like, I need some advice. Bop, phone rang. I'm like, that's cool. But I asked you to be on the pod like 72 times and I ain't never heard back. And like, like, like in a year, we've been asking him for a year. I, know, no. okay. I don't blow him up. All jokes aside, I don't blow him up. I know he's busy. I know there's 
a lot of shit going on. When you're the head coach of a fucking team, bro, you're not going to hop on this pod and talk shit about like, yeah, about your, 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 your playing days and have me say, you know, ask you about messy shit behind the scenes. It's not a good look. Also, here's the thing though, man, I've noticed this when people, when people are become uh, coaches of teams and in prominent positions, every one of their words matters, right? Like every, we saw that, We've seen that on this pod a few times. Every one of their words matters, so they're very cognizant of that. With that being said, get your ass on the pod, Steve Nash. We're, we're, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like it's weird. It, it's funny to see that you're coming into this, this like world with, that I've always been in because you're always been on the player side. It's easy to talk to players about shit and even players that are your friends. But when you have a podcast or something like that. They don't want to come on. And I don't like I used to be mad at them like, bro, I thought it was your homie. But they don't really like to do that. Have you what's the real? How have you been with that? Have you what's been the transition like that for been for you? Well, I was prided myself on being a guy that never really asked for favors. Like I wasn't the dude that asked for uniforms or shoes or you to come to my charity. Those are cool. My, they were. I should have done it. I just never did it. Right. Because, uh, you know, so I don't have a problem really calling a dude and and asking him to hop on. And luckily for me. Mostly everyone I've called has been like really gracious and has accepted the invitation. You know what I mean? So I've had very few um, Steve Nash's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For sure. For sure. I've had very few. It's but I, I'm like, is, is Steve Nash the guy that you like? Can is he like your most famous teammate? You think? Of most famous teammate? Those I mean, famous I mean, teammate AI, that you can all honestly AI, t- probably. AI, come on the show. That's a harder ass, but AI, come on the show. You know. Yeah, good. but I don't have a direct to AI. Like I don't, I didn't stay in touch with AI like that. So it's not like I would personally text him and ask most. Of Even the people, though it's probably all love. Like I, I know Chuck is like. Oh no, yeah, Chuck's is, good is, people, bro. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's get to it, dog. We're, we're, we're not, let's get to it, man. I, I want to talk about Chuck. If you want to come um, on the show, and, let's do it. I mean, pop on. Let's. Yeah, September twentieth show for sure. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about something. Um, the G League. I know this is your bread and butter. I know this is what this is. So the, the G League is having a two-month, 30-team, 14-game tournament in group stages, like a mid-season tournament. And this is something that's the WNBA has done. This is something that the NBA has been looking at, um, doing a, 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 what the WNBA usually calls a commissioner's cup, right, um, where you have a mid-season tournament, Let's be real, man. This is all about money. Same thing, reason why the playing game exists. Same way about all these things exist. But the NBA is is looking at this right now. And um, especially with the G League, they're, you know, this is what the NBA does. They'll announce something with their, you know, maybe their, their smaller leagues or they probably try something with the WNBA to see how it works there. And then they see if they can adopt it um, for their own use. I... What do you think of something like this? Is this feasible? Because you have a lot of things that you have to worry about. Um, there's a lot of factors with the NBA, right? Because you can incentivize players with money, right? But what it incentivizes the fan to watch this if there's no real stakes, right? You can introduce stakes for players, but then, you know, then there has to be the money component into it. And they, the players have to care. Um, does that mean maybe an extra draft pick? I don't know that because that's for that's instead of for the team, not necessarily the players. So, do you think this is feasible, Roger? Would you want to do something like this? I guess the money, if you were a player, money would have to be a factor. But would you want, be open to something like this if you were a player? 
Yeah, but there are levels to everything, right? Like if I'm a team vying for a, uh, uh, if I'm a nine year vet, 10 year vet, eight year vet, um, having made substantial amounts of money, solely focused on trying to win a championship. This is where most people get lost in the weeds. Every NBA player isn't solely trying to win a championship. Like that is, that is fairy tale stuff, right? Like everyone should want to win a championship. Yeah, fuck yeah. I used to be really, I used to be really upset. I used to be upset when you, when, when, like as a fan, when, you know, I would get that narrative of like, man, why aren't you wanting to win the game? But then like, honestly, before it's a, a sport, it's a job. It's a job. It's a business, man. Um, so, um, if I were that guy, I probably would want no part of a cup because the ultimate goal is to win the chip at the end of the season. And the cup just introduces more games, more chances for injury. Yes, more money, but I'm not really focused on that now. So like all of those things could get in the way of the ring that I'm ultimately chasing. So I'd probably say no. If I was a younger player um, for a lot of reasons, monetarily, um, also more opportunities for me to play and be seen by other teams who might then pay me or give me an opportunity. Sure, I'd want to play in a cup. Um, cups in in like in European soccer models and 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 I believe they have them in in uh, in South American like soccer leagues as well. Like those are people don't just buy into those overnight. Those have been there forever. There's tradition around those. You know what I mean? They're real stakes at hand that have been that have been born and bred into the fans. I don't I don't know how they pull it off. Yes, you could get it off the ground. Having people really tune in and really be excited about it, I don't really know how you accomplish that. Yeah, no, I um, my biggest thing is you talk. It works for a, a, the model works for a, a league like the WNBA. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna like say I know so much about soccer. That's for Joey. That's for you. That's for other people. I'm not gonna act like I'm just some can speak on authority. But for the WNBA, that works by and large because. WNBA players just don't make as much money as NBA players, the fact. So if you can get another monetary thing for them to, to be incentivized for, then yes, of course, you would try to do that. NBA players got a shit ton of money, bro. It's about pride at that point. And I, I think with um, my thing is, and another thing that I, when I did watch the Commissioner's Cup at the WNBA, I was so confused. I was really confused as to why am I watching this? Why do I care? Why should I care about something like this when... You know, you're trying to get a trophy here, but I'm waiting for the WNBA finals, right? I'm waiting for that. What am, what incentivizes me as a viewer to want to care about this game more than others? What do you think that, for a fan perspective, what do you think that there's something that can, like, mitigate that confusion of, in the, in the midseason, what would be something that you would, for like, how does it work in soccer, right? Where there's, in, you know, incentivized things to do. How could that happen in the NBA, like, I don't know what, what there would be for people intrigue. How would you build intrigue for a midseason cup that really doesn't matter? I am not versed well enough in the soccer model. I know that cups exist. I've seen the winners. I'll watch some of the games. But I don't know the incentives that clubs and fans have other than just saying that we won the cup. Um, you said something when you were kind of setting the table uh, about draft picks or something that – that uh would give the club a competitive advantage at the end of the day. Like that would be something that would get a fan um, interested. Like, and quite frankly, that might get your star players more interested if they were, if they were good enough picks. I just don't know how you change the entire model of the NBA with, with that type of, you know, uh, competitive balance shifting 
uh, uh, incentive just thrown in, you know, off the cuff. The NBA's existed like this forever. That would get a fan like interested, but I don't know how you can do that again. And and I think you know, and I know why the NBA is doing this. They're trying to get a uh, CNBC reported Jabari from CNBC reported that the. In, back in March, that the NBA is trying to get a $75 billion television deal. That's hey, fucking ridiculous, right? And so, because of that, you when you when you have when you're trying when you're trying to get those numbers, you have to get evolved and try to get new things involved. The NFL did that with the 17 game season, right? You have, um, but for the NBA, you have to have that play in tournament. You have to ha- try to find and figure out ways to justify that cost. And I get that, but I just. I just feel that it's the soccer model is just totally different than the NBA. It's just totally different than uh, in general, just how how players are, uh, you know, loaned to other teams and how, uh, you know, after a certain point, it's just different. It's just it's just completely, completely different. different as a league. Um, so I don't it's, it's hard to bring a soccer model to a, a league an NBA model like that. It's just weird. So I just don't know how you do that. You're already in the space. You know, I don't know, over the last 10 years where NBA teams behind closed doors talk about resting Logan or Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James for a quarter of the season to protect and make sure that they're ready for the stretch run. Do you know what I mean? This isn't something that, that, like this, these are conversations that are had in the summer by the executives. It's worth it for us. Even flying in the face of everything that, that, that everything, the contract and the language of the contract that we signed stands for. It's worth it for us because we are one of the four teams that has a shot at winning the championship. So contract be damned. They're sitting. I don't know how you introduce another tournament with very little, again, other than than purely you know money, which won't matter to most of those dudes or the owners for that matter. I don't know how you introduce that. Well, the biggest thing right now is most of the league star stars. Like, the, now I'm not talking about Luca. I'm talking about Trey Young. I'm talking about the stars, like the bona fide stars, names of the league. I'm talking about Steph Curry. I'm talking about LeBron James. I'm talking about Kevin Durant. I'm talking about, I mean, those are three ones right there. You know, even just those guys are getting older. You need to rest them during the season. It's not something to where, like, if the game was a little bit more younger and the the, the stars were a lot younger, then yeah, like if you had like if, if when you know because you just need more time for Trey Young and a John Morant and a Luka Doncic to get that worldwide name as they have, and I'm sure there's going to be pushback. What do you mean, like Luka Doncic? I'm talking about in the standing of the league league pillars. Luka Doncic is not that yet. Neither is Trey Young. Neither is John Morant yet. They're like. Probably a year or two away from being that. But the guys that carry the league, like a LeBron, like a Kevin, like a Steph, the youngest out of that group is Giannis, who is like the guy that is one name guy right now. So it's it's hard to um, do that when your league is a bit older. And you're like, are you going to tell Kevin? Are you going to tell LeBron? Tell Kevin Durant a few years after an Achilles, bro, we need you to go hard for this commissioner's cup or whatever it is. Or tell LeBron who's what in year 19. Hey man, we need you to go hard for this, this thing. We're going to give you like an extra million dollars, bro. I got like, a, I made a hundred million this year, bro. I don't, good. I don't give a fuck about this. Right. Yes. And that's what you're going to have to do is this is balancing act of trying to find if find incentivize fans to watch and incentivize players to play at their full go. It's just, it, that is what it is. And it's not like an all-star game where, Hey man, like in baseball, Hey, you can, you can get, um, your conference will get like, I don't know, home court advantage or something in the finals. And 
it's not that you you're talking about individual teams. So this is hard. And this is something that the, the league is just going to have to figure out. I don't know, man, I'm, I'm a proponent of the play in game, but I'm not a proponent of this just yet. Yeah. I would wa- look, I would watch a cup. I'm not, I'm, I'm for anything. And I've always said, I like the NBA most because of their willingness to just think outside of the box and try, try new stuff. So like, I like the play in game and I would, I'd watch the cup. Um, but I'll just say this again, cups, at least from the outside looking in, like I don't have a real team that I cheer for in 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 European soccer, but they seem steeped in tradition, right? Like that's something that isn't like, you know, that's passed down from generation to generation. And uh, I don't know how they were received originally, but you just throw this at a fan that's never seen it before and never had a, a vested interest in it. I just don't see how it it sticks. I'm trying to grow it. the game. Like we're going to get, they're going to get us because we're like basketball nerds. We're going to be like, oh, we want to see... We want to see them play. We'll, it will take an extra game. But for the, this seems like something when you're trying to grow the game out and try to get new fans. I don't think that this, I'm just calling it Commissioner's Cup because they don't have a name for it yet. But for the, this Commissioner's Cup, this midseason tournament, you're not going to get newer. I don't think you're going to get newer fans. I think you'll get newer fans for a playing game for sure because that's that there's stakes there. Yeah. Like when we watched Lakers Warriors, there were stakes there. And it was a great <clears throat> game. Um. So we'll see. I don't, I'd I don't like know, to see man. it. Uh, you can give a million dollars away. Let's play pickup games for a million dollars. I watch that. I watch you play. Let me. I'd watch you play pickup for like a hundred grand or a million. You know, I'd watch you play. You fucking get in the best shape of your life and kick somebody's ass. No, I don't know about that. But but a shorter. I it's all you might be in a body a cast short, after. But I believe in you. You know what they might have to do? They like like, and I don't know how you pull this off. But if if you shorten the game. Like all jokes aside, like a pickup game is way shorter than a regular season game, right? Like you're minimizing your yeah. risk of injury as best you can. You're not gonna play a pickup game, but I mean, if they're they're gonna have to figure out ways. You're like, like you that. turn the NBA into the big three. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna have to find, like they're that. gonna have to find ways though. You know what I mean? To creatively kind of, you're not gonna be able to just roll out a cup. Is how many games? How many games do you think is it a cup? Four game, four games for a cup usually. Yeah. Three games. Like, I, I, yeah, I just don't know how you do it. But anyway, we'll see. I watch it. Um, we're going to take a quick break. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. And we are back. Raja. Uh, I was on Twitter recently, just like, you know, scouring since we were gone. And I saw that, Kyrie, you know, I was Kyrie Irving <laughs> would retire from the NBA if Brooklyn were to trade him. And we know that there's a lot of trade rumors circulating. I haven't seen too many, especially with, with Ben Simmons. I haven't seen too many Simmons to the Nets. But, you know, that's that just that doesn't mean it's not true. It just means it probably hasn't leaked. You know, we, right. we just don't know. Right. But. Nick Wright said that um, it's known that Ky- Kyrie's agents have made it known that Kyrie would simply retire from the NBA if the Nets were to trade him. Um, 
I believe him. I believe <laughs> that I believe that Kyrie would simply <laughs> retire from the NBA if Brooklyn were to try. I do you believe this? Um yeah, I've got mixed emotions about this. There's part of Go me ahead. that does believe it. There's part of me that does believe it. Um I would just say this the part of me that believes it would also say to Kyrie, give it a little bit more thought. Because I know how you feel. No, I do. I know how you feel. I know how you feel, bro. I know. Like, you're like, no, fuck that. I don't want to. I, I get it. I get everything that comes with that. And he's a really deep dude that's got a lot of interest outside of basketball. And he's. Say what you want to say about Kyrie. Nah. You he's, say anything you want to say about I'm Kyrie. I'm saying it. He's I'm his own man. My tongue. I'm, he's his own, I'm just saying he's his own man. I'm just saying he's his own man. And with yes, like. Yes, I've questioned. In his end, yeah. I've questioned some of the way Kyrie has handled things. Like, that's fair. That's my job. Like, I don't give a fuck. Um. I also know Kyrie and I know that he's got a lot of interest and he's into a lot of stuff and he's really thoughtful and he does a lot of great work. And so your world's bigger than basketball as someone who had basketball taken away slightly before it was out of their system. Right. And didn't really admit to that at the time. I would just say while your feelings may be hurt and you might think you can fill that void with all the other shit you have going on. If basketball is not fully out of your system, like, don't do that. Is that fair? If basketball isn't, because I mean, you'll, is it, be, I, I do get what you're saying. No, I do get what you're saying because when you retire, man, it's done. It's done. Like, well, it, I, not for yes. Kyrie necessarily, because he's that Kyrie, good. It's not Kyrie's that. that good, but it's very rarely ever the same. Yeah. Right. So, like, you, you may come say, back, you may come yeah. back, but. You know, often, I mean, MJ came back and was phenomenally dope. I don't know how many I was going to say the MJ one. He ain't MJ. Mike Vick has come back, but that was different circumstances. Different circumstances. circumstances. Um, He probably could. I'm just saying, give it some more thought. That's all I said. This is another, like, I don't, so I, I believe that he would retire. I believe that he would. Also, like, this is a different form of, if this is like, it's been reported, you know, Kyrie, it was reported by um, by Nick Wright of Fox Sports. And I'm, you know, like, so it was like, I'm saying all this to say, I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm saying Kyrie didn't say it out of his mouth is all I'm saying. Right. Right. And right. that's a whole nother thing. But the thing is with Kyrie is you just, you don't know what to, you don't know what to make of anything that is reported about him or even that what he says, you just don't know. And I'm sure his intentions are pure. I'm sure they are, but it's a different form of player empowerment when you're like, bro, I'm gonna just retire. That fucks up any trade. Like off off rip. The threat of retirement fucks up any trade that you're gonna try to make for him. If you're Sean Marks, I mean, how do you like let's if you're Sean Marks, how do you feel about seriously? You like if you're Sean Marks. You got to be like this motherfucker. Like he's in the building. You got to look him in the face every day. And he's, he's preemptively struck with the nah, nah, son. Nah. Nah, fam. Nah. Be all right. No, we're going to win a championship while long. And also, man, like Kyrie is a big enough star to be able to do that. To be like, yo, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to retire. I'm going to be on the nets. I, I really want to be on the nets that bad. Oh, so that's how and we're also spinning he, it. Can we spin it to that though? We're gonna spin it to that. Can we? Oh, don't uh, talk to put me in my place, Roger. Put no, I'm just place, saying, Roger. like that's that's a hellified spin, right? Like one of them is really selfish take about like, hey man, I'm I'm I will shut this whole thing down and make myself untradeable, and you could spin it the other way and be like, I just love Brooklyn that much, I don't want to play anywhere else. 
Hey, I just learned this. I just learned devil's advocacy from Raja for the last year. I'm just throwing it. <laughs> I'm just doing that. I'm just throwing it. In. I don't know, bro. We're potting, dog. Like I'm just we're, throwing it all outside. Potting. What if he's like, yo, he forced his way to go to New York. You don't feel like he's gonna be like, yo, man, I'm gonna, I want to be a Brooklyn Net. I went through all this stuff. You guys, you guys are not gonna trade me. And also, like, it's crazy because Kyrie out of those those three, you can make the argument that he is the. I don't even make the argument. I think it's this truth. He is the the most expendable out of him, Kevin, and James Harden. It is what it is. If you're going to trade, that's what you're going to do. You're going to you would trade Kyrie, and I think that that's him saying. Or, this is what I think, and I don't. This is just what just looking at it and what I think that Kyrie is seeing. Like, nah, bro, I'm on this team too. Okay, I'm a part of this big three, bro. And this is how we're going to win a title. You remember when I got injured in the playoffs, how things went? You remember we were supposed to beat the beat the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Then I got hurt and it and it put all the stuff on Kevin. But we probably would have won that series. This is him, his mind. We probably would have won that series if I'm healthy straight up. So that's why I need to I'm a net and I'm just as valuable as the other two dudes, too. How about that? Okay, great. I'm just I, I I like Kyrie. I think Kyrie. I think Kyrie is. I like Kyrie too. I really like Kyrie too. I don't have a problem. But I think liking Kyrie, you still gotta be honest. Yeah. No. Clearly, Kyrie. Clearly, what Kyrie is doing here is 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 putting his like like no, I'm not. I'm not moving. I'm not going. Anywhere. His idol. This his is idol is happening. Kobe Bryant. Yes. His idol is Kobe Bryant. And when Kobe was when Kobe was, it's funny because it's the Nets too. When when Kobe was about to get, uh, or the Nets, the the New Jersey Nets were interested in Kobe Bryant, he said, reportedly, or his agent said, "Yo, I'm gonna go back to Italy if y'all draft me. I'm gonna go play professionally in Italy." Yeah, that's that's reserved. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe say, hey, I'm just saying Kobe, that's, that's bro, what he sees. Like, nah, bro, I'm gonna retire, bro. Like, if you don't want me to, I want to play for the Nets. First of all, I don't know how any of this is true. I don't like to to your point. Like, it was reported. If I will say this, if Sean Marks and company. Behind, I think it's behind true in multiple the sense that, like, closed doors, behind multiple okay. closed doors, in secrecy, like are quietly taking phone calls or making them about Kyrie. You have to now look at Kyrie in the face every day after this man came out and and just did that. That is really awkward. Like that's a really because awkward someone position. I don't know if it was Kyrie that leaked this, but somebody leaked this. Somebody did this because Nick Wright is a. Reputable source, like for sure, Fox Sports. He's yeah. a he's a reputable dude, right? Somebody leaked this to I don't know if it was I don't you know this 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 game is a dirty game, Ra. It's a dirty game, and you never you don't know who was doing all this stuff. So somebody, I mean, who did else this. would leak that though? Who else would leak that? Well, that's know, only man. Kyrie. My, that's only Kyrie's camp, my, right? No one. My who third eye is that? not open right now. I don't know. I don't know. My third eye isn't open right now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not, I'm not there, but. I could see Kyrie being like, yo, check this out, player. I am a Brooklyn net. I, we are a championship contender when I'm on the roster. Okay. And I, I went through a lot of shit to get here. I went through a lot to get here to this team. I'm not mad at him for that. I'm going to stay on here. How about I'm not that? mad at him. I'm just saying that's, that it can become really, really strange. Like, uh, uh, passing in the hallway conversation with Sean Marks now. Right. Like, it's really, fine. Really I mean, also like, would you trade cool, Kyrie? Would you trade Kyrie? Would you trade Kyrie? Let's see. Let's who? go shopping. For who? Let's go shopping. For who? Um, 
For who? I don't know, man. Give me a second. I'm, I don't know. I haven't thought this out all the way. I mean, this was. I, I haven't thought this out, out either. Of, Would you? Okay. Big, 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 um, all right. Hold on. Hold on. Would you trade him for Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler and. Or just Jimmy Butler. Would you trade him for Jimmy Butler? Just Jimmy Butler. Just Jimmy. I'm saying. I'm saying stars. I'm giving you stars. That's it. Would you trade him for Bradley Beal? Would you trade him for Bradley Beal? You would. You would. No, you're looking at James. These are very good. These are very good names to throw out, Logan. Like uh, you pat yourself on the back. You're not even pat yourself on the back, sir. Jimmy Butler. Yes. You would trade him for Jimmy Butler. Yes. You would trade him for Bradley Beal. I don't know. I'd have to think about that a little more. I don't know. Damian Lillard. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why, but yes. I'd like I like Yes. I'm gonna just stop. Yes. Yeah, no, That's you, why I get paid. Why would I do that? Yes, I would. I would. What are you talking about? Uh, I was gonna go ahead and hedge my bed and just I then bullshit around the Bush, I'm not gonna do it. I'm being yes. a, this. I'm about to be an asshole right now. Would you? Would you? Would you trade him for um, Steph Curry? Would you trade him <laughs> for for Paul George? Huh? Huh? It's interesting. Well, let's let's would you, let's break this down. Answer that you haven't answered gonna, one can question. We, can bro. we break this down together before I can answer it? Will you allow me the 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 like? Okay, go ahead. Go the ahead. breath, if that's that's the right, right? Would you give me... Um, you're playing James Harden at the one, right? Like, he's mm-hmm. the one on that team. So... Yeah. No. You're, no. You wouldn't trade him for... What were we talking about? Was Paul that for, George. Uh, Paul George. Paul George? No. Would you trade him... I'm just, just spitballing. Would you trade him for Devin Booker right now? Correct. Kyrie Irving for correct. Devin Booker correct. right now. Correct. You would. That's, you would. That's, that's, okay. that's correct. Luka Doncic. Correct. No. Okay. Mm. Would you trade him for Luka Doncic? I told you my thing with Luka, man. Luka, I think Kyrie, as crazy as this sounds, is further along the path of like understanding he's got to share than Luka is. It's just weird right now. Honestly, it's just weird how, like, how we see Kyrie right now. Because Kyrie, honestly, is one of the best players I've seen with the basketball ever, bro. He's one. Of, he's a top ten player. Like he's really good. No, he's fun, he's better than good. He's phenomenal. Like I make no bones about this. I told you. I sat in a practice and watched LeBron James sit there and watch Kyrie and be like Jesus, and go over to him and be like, "Yo, show me that. Like, show me how to do that. Like, th- that's the best player on the planet. Like, so I I understand the scope of Kyrie's greatness is like with the ball in his hands. I do. I, I if any, I do. I've seen Kyrie. I think I saw Kyrie once in person. Once it was when they when he was on the Celtics and him and Steph went at it, and it was just an incredible display of like one on one game. Kyrie is a different dude. Different. So it's hard to like hear like he would even get. I don't even think. Here's the thing. I don't know what's going on in that building. I don't know. In the, in Brooklyn, but like teams really good. I wouldn't even want to trade. I would. I think we're fine with, with all we got right now. I think that's the There's biggest. There's no point. reason to trade him. That's the, that's the, point. the biggest. Yes. Like, why would I even would want to trade for him? I don't even think this should. I, I think this is just a warning. Like, hey, bro, maybe there's some like you know. I see there's some rumors around here. Let me just say, check this out. <laughs> you ain't trading me, player. You not not happy. Just so you Cabinet. know. Yeah. 100. Just so we're yeah. clear. Absolutely. Okay. So. 
It's a nice little Kyrie segment. All right, man. It's well, September 20th, man. Like, what are we doing? It's September 20th. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it's September 20th. Um, let's take a quick break. We're talking about an organization that's near and dear to Raj's heart. This episode is brought to you by Visible Wireless. Want a wireless provider that always brings its A-game? Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. And as if that wasn't already a huge win, you could use promo code RINGER20 to receive $20 off your first month just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20 for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash RingerMBA. Just go to Indeed.com slash RingerMBA right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Roger, we have a... We have a call. I think we have a call on uh-huh. line. Sasha, we have a call. Um, pin that person in, Sasha Mack. We have a call on line one. Um, oh, snap. Oh, snap. It's it's Jomi. Jomi. Hey, how you doing, brother? How you doing, man? You What's going on? What you need? What's going on? First time caller, long time baller. I just wanted to <laughs> tap in, you know. I don't know if you guys saw it this weekend, but the, uh, the Clippers broke ground on their new uh, oh, yes, stadium yes, yes, in yes, Inglewood, yes. you know. So you want what's it to, called what again? You, what's it called again, Raj? What's it called again? Uh, Jeremy, what's it called? Intuit Arena? Okay, yes, 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 yeah, yes. That's what it's there, called. Yep, that's what it's called. Out there in yep. Inglewood, up to no good. Shout know? out, Mount 10. So, yeah, I was just, you know, I wanted to call in and ask you guys what you think about it. Because personally, you know, I'm, you know, not the big, well, here's the thing, right? I'm glad that eventually they got out of Staples Center, right? The Lakers banners deserve to hang. Everybody should see them, right? I'm really tired of getting it covered up with, you know, Kawhi's face or in the past, J.J. Reddick face. You know what I'm saying? I love me some J.J. though. Shout out to them over there, you know? So I'm finally glad that they're getting out of Staples Center. But but to Inglewood, you know what I'm saying? I love my fellow Ingle Inglewoodians, you know what I'm saying? Like hey, what you? they don't they don't deserve that. Here's what I'm proposing, right? Instead of moving to Inglewood and still calling them the LA Clippers, the perfect place for them to go, Palmdale. Wait, wait, listen. Listen. Oh, listen. Oh. listen. <laughs> There's a lot of empty space, a lot of room for an arena. You know what I'm saying? Or, I mean, you don't even need to build an arena. You can just go to the local YMCA because that's how many fans show up to y'all games anyway. You know oh. what I'm saying? Oh, so wow. it'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. I know it's a little ways out, but it's cool. You know what I'm saying? You get to drive across. You get to see, like, the desert. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There's nothing for miles. Just like the Clippers trophy case. It's pretty empty. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Pa- 
Paul George gets to go home. You know what I mean? Like, it's really a perfect situation. And honestly, that's what we need. So I just wanted to get y'all thoughts on that. Because that's that's perfect. I have one like, more question for you, Jomi. I have one more question for you. Now, you are an LA, you're an LA County resident, yes. born and raised. Yes. Um Englewood is named the City of Champions. Yep. Do you think that that will rub off on the Clippers and their new arena? Because we all know Englewood is a very proud city. Yes. With a lot of history of winning. Yes. Do you think that would rub off on the Clippers? Absolutely not. They shared um they shared <laughs> an, uh, they shared a place with Lakers for what's going to be 25 years and they the only thing they can show for it is a Western Conference appearance. Right? So And a Pacific Division title. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Two Pacific Division titles. I'm so sorry. That's my fault. I I should I should know better about my Clippers history. But ultimately, it boils down to they cannot. I think Steve Ballmer said something to the effect of they'll be champions before they go, they move to the new arena. And what, why would he, what makes him think that would happen? I would love okay. to know Thank his you. reasoning. All right, Joe, great call. Saying, Thanks for having it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it was a great call. Thanks for having Roger, me. Roger, let's love discuss. to be here. Thanks for coming on, man. Roger. Jomi um, brought up a great point about the Clippers, and I don't, I just, it was all, I, I don't know if you saw, you're not on Twitter, you're not verified, I don't know if you're verified on Twitter, yeah, we need to get oh, that figured out. Oh, I am out. verified but, on the gram though, bro. Let's just get that <clears> straight. We'll get that in a second. <clears throat> we'll get that in a second. We'll get that in a second. As far as the Clippers are concerned, I just... I feel like part of me wants them to get the shine that they want because if you the reason why they're doing this is all valid. They want to get their own identity. They want to have their own they want to have their own piece of Los Angeles, right? It just doesn't feel like it's ever going to work out there. Let me, I let don't me just, know. Let me stop. Everyone who listens to the pod knows. All right? As I point at these like as I point at these Brady Bunch squares, top left, Clipper hater. That's Logan Murdoch. All right? Bottom left, Jomi, Clipper hater. So all of this, I don't have any dog in the fight. Right? Let the Clippers live, bro. Also, Let them live. look at yourself. They got themselves you a new arena. Your- hey, I'm with hey. Jomi. Nah, hold on. Chill. I'm with Jomi. Every, you go into arenas, Right? Everybody got their own shit. Everybody's got their own digs. You go in there and you know you're in, you know, the 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 Timberwolves arena or you know you're in the Kings arena, old Arco, because I don't know what the new one is. It's got a vibe. Like, you're excited to be there. The Clippers never had that. Every time you went into Staples, it was about the Lakers from a player's perspective, even when you were there to play the Clippers, right? Like, it was the Lakers building. Let them live. It's a good thing. Will, will they win a championship there? I don't know. I don't know. Either the team's flawed. A lot of teams are flawed. Like, I'm not... What you gonna do let them live that's a, that's bro. a that's a, that's a that's a lot of tough talk from a guy who knocked the clippers out of the playoffs in his day it was my job it was my job okay but i don't have any okay. animus animus towards the clippers like i'm not gonna let them have it they deserve okay. their arena shout out to them in their arena shout out to the city of inglewood i'm just i was asking a question i was asking questions i don't, no, no, I don't no, have no, a no, no 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 the no, two of you guys are doing what you always do is you get on here and you hate on the clips like this is your you're tired you're to tired get your of this, clips huh? hate out i'm not even tired of it but i ain't doing it with no, you today it's not the forum it's not the forum that is actually in inglewood and the clippers do not play there i'm just saying <laughs> this is not the forum um so you know what shout out to the clippers congratulations 
Let's get to real one of the week. Real. <laughs> now, I'm I'm going to start this off. Um, something different that I don't ever really, really delve into. Real one of the week is a na- guy by the name of DJ Graham from Oklahoma University. I don't know if you saw this, Raja, but he had an incredible interception. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, one hand pick to help seal the game, the win against um, Nebraska in a home game. Uh, incredible play. One of the best plays. One of the best picks I've ever seen. Definitely play of the year in college football right now. Um, so, DJ Graham, shout out to you, my man. Straight up. What was your real one of the week, Rob? Let me start by going with a non-real one of the week, and I hate to do this, but it's my Miami Hurricanes. Oh. Mm. I mean. I'm sorry, dude. We got to do better. I'm sorry. That's all. I mean, I'm not. I, yes, we got to do better. Okay? I think there are a lot of fingers to point in places I could go with that. I'm, I'm going to choose to refrain. Let's just do better. Okay. All right. Fair point. Um, so my real one of the week, I will stay in football, okay? Um, he may have been a real one of the week on this on this show before, but I think he deserves it. Primetime game last night. The media does what they always do is pit Lamar against somebody, pit him against, you know, like, never mind there are two teams playing. This becomes Lamar against Patrick Mahomes. There are a lot of reasons I can get into that. I'm not going to do that either. Uh, but, yeah, you see it. But Lamar came out and looked real shaky earlier. Look real shaky early in the game. Two quick picks, even notice, you know, one of them, you know, Sammy Watkins fell down, pick six. Um, and all he did was hang around, hang around, hang around, do his thing, get hot. 18 for 26, 239, and ran the ball mm. 107 yards on the ground uh, and another two Ds, uh, two TDs. And he won the game, but it wasn't the fact that he won the game for me that makes him a real one. It was the fact that this man, like I was at the football fields this weekend and I was talking to his cousin. No bullshit. I was talking to his cousin in the stands and he was telling me Lamar's path. Even out of high school, nobody would like FSU didn't want him to play quarterback. No one wanted him to play quarterback. And Mom Dukes had to keep standing up saying son is a quarterback. Like this is what he's going to do. That's why he picked Louisville. And when he came out of the draft, people were talking about changing his position. Like, and he slips in Baltimore. Which is an age old thing. You know what? You're not going to say it, Rod. It's an age old thing for black quarterbacks. Let them fucking play quarterback. Let them play quarterback. We've seen I, this. I have one. We've seen this for decades. They started with yep. my son when he was seven trying to take him out of playing quarterback. So I know it as fact, but he did it unapologetically yep. him last night. Like, yep. now I ain't got to fit into this box. Like, nobody says I got to do that to win games. I'm going to win it the way mm-hmm. I play. And he was the best player on the yes. field last night, and he's a real one for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, speak, stay keeping football. The Oakland Vegas Raiders are 2-0, and motherfucker. Hey. I, Just win, baby. Didn't I say something about Derek Carter? You didn't you give me? I did. Let's did. go back. You did. I said you did. something to you, you about him. You did. You did. Okay. You did. It's we're still in September, though. Relax. Right. We're still in September, so we can relax. Okay. Because okay. John Gruden and Derek Carr have done this before. Let's 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 kind of relax on that till about November, December. Fair. Let's just calm down. A lot of lot of lot of Raiders talk, man. Just win, baby. The autumn wind is a Raider. Okay. We're back. Propaganda's <laughs> here. We're back. <laughs> All right, man. That was another another edition of the real ones. Oh man, uh, we're off the rails, dog. Let's get to the NBA season at some point. Right, September twentieth, um, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Make sure you check out um, everything on the Ringer slate. Make sure you check out mismatch. Make sure you check out group chat. Make sure you check out the answer. Um, make sure you check out everything on the other slate. Make sure you check out Jomi on the uh, Ringerverse. Make sure you check out um, Ringer Music Show. Make sure you check out Black Girl Songbook with who? Raja Bell. Town legend, Danielle Smith. Make sure you check out R2C2 with who? Raja Bell. See, I forgot to say this last time, but it was Vallejo legend, 
and the Crestside Clout, CC Sabathia. Mm. Who was at the Raider game, and I'm sure he's excited because the Raiders are 2-0. Shout out to the Raiders. Um, we will see you guys next week. Holla! Holla!